Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors, presented by FMG Suite. Listen to interviews with the movers, shakers, geniuses, and innovators of the financial advisory world. Visit FMGSuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. And now, without further delay, the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Hi, everybody. Mike Woods here, one of the founding members of FMG Suite. Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors, presented by FMG Suite. More than 40,000 advisors rely on FMG Suite to help them stay connected, build relationships, and grow their business. Now it's your turn. Visit fmgsuite.com and schedule a demo so you can see our tools in action. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Chow Hainer. Chow is the Vice President of Marketing for the FMG Suite family of companies. Chow worked for a number of years at LPL and HDVS and brings a wealth of knowledge and insight to FMG. We're thrilled to have her on the management team. In today's podcast, in the spirit of football season starting, we're going to be talking a lot about blocking and tackling of marketing, how to humanize your content, how to create a video, how to create original content, all stuff you haven't, you've heard before. However, we're going to give you examples of how to get started. Uh, we talk in the podcast about a small business owner who made a video about reorganizing the equipment in his gym. He didn't think it was good content, but he learned it was amazing content. His members wanted to know why he moved the equipment and what he was thinking. What's the rationale for moving the cheese in the gym? Why do you want these machines together? Your clients and prospects will want, need, crave that same kind of information from you. Why did you go into the financial business? What's in your office? What do you read? What inspires you? All topics for original content. All could be short videos. So get started today. Create a script. Get it approved by compliance. Shoot a video. It's that simple. Post it on your website. On with the show. Chow, let's set the stage for everyone. You're Vice President of Marketing for FMG, the FMG Suite family of companies. Give everyone an idea of your background and your responsibilities. Yeah, thanks, Mike. I'm so excited to be here with FMG Suite now. Been here for about four months, but my previous life, I've been in financial services for 20 years now. Um, nine of which was with LPL on the marketing team, and then over at HDVest for a year, leading the marketing team there. So definitely understand the broker-dealer perspective, along with the needs of advisors in our industry, which I've really enjoyed working with for the past um, 13 years. So Yeah, so so you have the whole marketing team underneath you, and uh, uh, is that like eight, ten-person department now? Yeah, nine nine people. I think we're adding another one. So yeah, close to nine or ten now, oh. soon and growing still. Holy so, cow! It's great. It's boy, great oh team. Boy. <laughs> well, today uh, we're going to spend the next twenty minutes or so. We're going to we're going to talk about um, uh, really three ideas to help financial advisors jumpstart their marketing efforts. Uh, kind of bring in your perspective, having worked on the broker dealer side and now on the FMG side. And really, you know, as we put these together, none of them are new. Uh, you've seen them before, but in talking to financial advisors, we really need to remind advisors about the uh, what I like to call the blocking and tackling of marketing. Uh, football season is going to start soon, so we should use the football analogy, but blocking and tackling. I, uh, I don't know if you ever watched that show Hard Knocks uh, on HBO, Chow. Do you ever see that one? My husband makes me watch uh, it, you? yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's surprising how much time they spend on blocking and tackling. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they do it again and again and again. So uh, today we're gonna we're gonna focus on the blocking and tackling. We're gonna take a look at uh, content, how to humanize it, how to do videos, and how to the importance of original content. So we're gonna break it down to three areas for financial advisors. For everybody who's listening, we're gonna first talk about humanizing marketing in the digital world. Then we're going to go to lights, camera, action. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, video and how to get it rolling. And then we're going to finish up with a section on the importance of original content. So let's start off with that first part of blocking and tackling, humanizing marketing in the digital world. Chow, talk about talk to everybody about uh, how reps can do that, how they can humanize their marketing. Yeah, I think the marketing industry has changed so much and the trends keep changing and our advisors are trying to keep up with it, right? We've focused so many the past probably five to 10 years or so getting advisors into the digital space, like the importance of social media, the importance of email marketing, getting your website and your online presence built out there. And advisors, I think, are finally there. They've done a great job of participating in the online space. But now we kind of have to take a step back. Now, how do you humanize it? Don't lose that personality as an advisor anymore. How do you get yourself as a as a person out there in front of your clients and prospects? So I think it's so important now to remember how to humanize marketing. It's hard, but it's actually easy through um, with some of the digital channels that are available right now. So some tips I have for advisors is if, you know, there's so much good third-party content out there that advisors are sharing continue to do that. I don't see any reason to stop that, even though it's someone else's content. But how you can personalize it is always add your own messaging on top of that. What are your thoughts around this article that you're sharing through email or through social or posting onto your website? Um, Make sure to add your thoughts or highlight some key items that your clients should know about when reading this article. Mm -hmm. It's very helpful to share that insight because you as the advisor, it's the trusted individual. So your clients are looking to you to provide those key insights that help them really understand what you're sharing. So I feel that that's always important. Always make sure to add that personal comment. Um, Other ways. So, you know, we, you know, financial advisors love educating clients on financial topics. So sharing, you know, tips to plan for your estate or social security, ways to withdraw money or that type of thing around social security. That's all very helpful. Your clients, your prospects want to know that. But how do you strike a good balance? Share some of the more personal side of you or how you run your business or your passions or your hobbies. I think that's very important. So Mm -hmm. I've always worked with advisors and they post content that gets actually more engagement than these educational articles that your clients do expect. But if you're sharing, like, I bring my dog to work every day. This is my bo- my dog welcoming every client that walks in the door. People <laughs> love that. People engage with that. And your clients yeah. who are dog lovers will love you even more for that and continue to stay as a client just because of that. Or if you're volunteering in the community, everyone loves helping out and supporting your local community. Share pictures where the team might be volunteering at an event, a cause that you might be uh, supporting, anything like that. People love that. Make sure to think in those moments and be very intentional about capturing video footage or photos of it and then sharing it through all of your channels. People love that. That is the trick, really, because it it can be hard when you're in the moment to think that, um, this is a marketing effort. Uh, I, I need to promote this. I need to tell people, I, you know, tell people about it. W- when I've talked to financial advisors and other small business owners, they don't 
think about it. They, it, they, they almost feel in some ways like it's like it would be dirty to tell people about it because I'm, I'm betraying what I'm doing. But in, in fact, it makes for great content. Exactly. People want to relate to you on a personal level. You know, there are a lot of competitors out there. There are a lot of advisors out there. They offer very similar services. How do you differentiate yourself? Mm -hmm. And you do that by humanizing and personalizing your content, what is authentic to you as sure. an advisor, sure. which is great. Sure. And, you know, the the FMG has the content library that it can be turned on and it, it automatically drips to your channels. But augmenting that with some different information, some different perspectives, uh, you know, you hear from advisors that, oh, gosh, that's hard because they have to navigate around compliance. But in reality, uh, compliance is really adapting to the digital world, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Some of the more personal content, it's not talking about investments. It's not talking about products or anything like that. So there is a little bit more flexibility sometimes when sharing those personal moments sure. on, online. Now, one thing that uh, you and I talked a little bit about was um, uh, we've had a little market volatility recently. Uh, and just a bit, just a bit, and there's there's <laughs> always uh, there's always content available in the the con in FMG's library and Marketing Pro's library and Platinum's library to to give to people to talk them through that. How would you personalize something on marketing mar market volatility? Um, it's it's kind of again just it's it's more of that relationship advice mm -hmm. that you give to them at that point it's not so much like markets are rough right hang in there that's kind of the general advice that always happens sure. things will end up being okay um but in moments like this don't panic um and that's i think how you can personalize it We're just reassuring them don't panic i'm here to answer any of your questions um you're on the right path you know if there's anything for huge concern of course we'll make sure to address it sure. but for the most part You'll be okay. Um, and if you have questions, I'm always here to answer sure. that. So it's that little hand-holding and just comforting, really, that advisors play a huge role in, in times of market volatility um, outside of sharing just that typical content that lets them know what's happening with the trade wars and that type of thing. But right, right. it's just that comforting advice and those words of encouragement that they give to their clients sure. that could really make a difference. Yeah, there was a, uh, a, a CNBC article yesterday on CNBC.com they talked to advisors, three advisors, about the market about market volatility, and two of them said, "As I've coached my clients, they don't worry about that because it's not part of their plan." One of them indicated they needed to communicate about the market and market volatility. So it really is almost in part too uh, dependent on how you've coached your clients to react. If they're looking to use a voice for a reason or if they really feel like, gosh, you know, market volatility is going to happen, but my portfolio is uh, based on my risk, my time horizon, my goals. So I don't necessarily need to check in with my advisor at this point because this is all factored in. That's great. Yeah. It's just setting that expectation and this is going to happen no matter what, but this is how you can react to that. And yeah. I, I love that, that they coach them through that too. So. That's great. And sharing that education, like you have to say something. You can't just let sure. it happen and not communicate it. So just mentioning something, I think, just makes everyone feel a lot better that you as the advisor, you're on top of that. Yeah. You know what's going on and everything will be okay. Yeah. it's You know, it's interesting because, you know, as we're talking about humanizing, um, there was, uh, well, Jamie Dimon, the head of Morgan Stanley, came out the other day and was saying that, um, uh, you know, corporations are getting away from shareholder value and maximizing profits. While that's important, 
They're also now investing in employees, delivering value to customers, dealing ethically. Actually, he, the, he, uh, the, the, I would encourage everybody to hop on uh, Google and pull up Jamie Dimon, uh, and it's D-I-M-O-N, Jamie Dimon, head of J.P. Morgan. But he talks about the five real pillars of what corporations are doing. And uh, what's, what's, what was fascinating to me is shareholder value is part of it. Uh, part of the message anymore. It now gets back more towards humanizing. It's investing in employees, investing in the community. Uh, people want to hear about that from their advisors because advisors are part of that small business ecosystem that is uh, pulling off that message. Yes, it's so important now, especially for the younger generation too. This is hugely valuable and important to them too. So for advisors to very focus on that, you know, and companies, organizations are doing it too. So it's important for advisors to um, do the same thing. And that is more impactful. Yeah, yeah. 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 Everybody still wants to make money on JP Morgan stock, but they, <laughs> but, <laughs> but they don't want it to scorch the world anymore as they're doing it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right. So uh, that was, so that was humanizing marketing in the digital world. Let's go to the next one, uh, which I've called uh, lights camera action. So uh, that's the number two, but it really comes down to, uh, uh, using video and uh, there's there's quite a bit of anxiety still about using video there's a lot of anxiety you know advisors are getting comfortable with social and email and websites and all of that but now us marketers got to throw another thing in there sure. you got to do video and um, it's huge everyone's talking about it so um, just to share some stats too because we all have stats right to, to prove this um, is not just a fad but you know, everyone knows Google is the number one search engine, right? They have 75% of the search market share. Um, but did you know that YouTube is actually the second um, largest search engine out there? People are finding information using YouTube. I go to YouTube yeah. for just about everything. Yeah. Uh, change a battery. I didn't know whether you take the positive oh. or the negative off first. I looked it up on YouTube. Yes. How much money has that saved us? Because we learn how to do things <laughs> at DIY at home, right? Thanks to YouTube. So. There is there is almost <laughs> nothing I can't search on YouTube and find out how to do it around the house. Exactly. Yeah. So everyone's searching for content on YouTube. And, you know, marketers out there say that they get 66% more qualified leads um, when using video. Hugely important. That's, you know, that is a, a valuable stat. So it is working. And 83% of marketers also say that video gives them significant ROI. So it's important and businesses are uh, making a concerted effort to do more video content. Um, and advisors can too. And it shouldn't be overwhelming. I know it sounds scary, but it really isn't. Um, so just some tips to help advisors out there. You know, creating videos are easy. You probably film videos of your kids, grandkids on your phones all the time, right? It's very simple. You can actually do this for your business too. Creating a simple video using your phone, not a problem. Um, people aren't expecting these highly produced videos all the time because they want something very authentic out there. So capturing it on your phone is absolutely okay. You don't have to hire a you know a professional videographer in your area. Totally okay. But the thing that is most important when doing that type of video, you have to make sure the video quality is good. Gotcha. Like this podcast, you want to be able to hear what people are saying. Sure. So 
video quality, yeah, as long as they get the gist of it, they can see it. But the sound, so they can make sure to get the message that you're trying to convey, that's very important when creating videos. So it's okay to use your phone. Just make sure the sound is on there. And they have lanyards even that you can connect to your phone nowadays so you can actually hear your voice very clearly when creating videos. So I would highly suggest that. Golly, yeah, just just invest a little bit of time. You know, and, it, and it's interesting too, you mentioned that uh, you can use your phone. The, the video on camera on your phone is probably as powerful as the video camera you could buy five years ago. That's true. Technology these days, these cameras are taking better pictures and photos and videos and all of that than any of some of the professional equipment out there. Yeah. So that's a great point. So if I go to a community event, if I'm sponsoring, say, a recycling day, uh, I should have my phone and considering taking a couple of videos of people coming in easy enough to do with maybe a selfie stick. Yeah, very easy. That's a great way to get some content out there. Just showing that live activity, live motion um, during times of market volatility. We're just mm -hmm. talking about that. Sure. Add a quick video clip and commentary like. What do I think this really means for clients, too? Again, stay calm. Sure. You know, I'm keeping an eye on things. They would love to see you on video because seeing your face as an advisor builds trust, builds credibility. It just helps develop and deepen that relationship. Believe it or not, video content just helps strengthen those bonds. So letting your clients see your face on a regular basis is not a bad thing. Gotcha. Yeah, and I think advisors have to be smart, too, and they um, they have to be smart in the sense that if they're at a recycling day, they can get away with a couple of shaky videos about people bringing stuff in. But if they're going to do something on market uh, volatility, they should have a tripod. They should have their phone held. They should make sure their background is good. They should make sure that their desk is clear. They need to yes. be a little bit thoughtful of, uh, you know, the picture does tell a thousand words. What thousand is it telling about right. you? And those are all easy things to accomplish. It is not too much to handle those little items and those little investments that make a difference. Yeah. You know, it's um, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, a doctor up in Reno. Uh, she's a, a gynecologist and she works with patients all the time. Her name's Beth. Well, Beth, for every procedure she did, she did and Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, she does procedures and there were about four of them a day, sometimes five. She would walk people through the procedure and what they do and what they're doing and really it wasn't about the actual procedure that was taking place, but they're gonna, and they're in pre-op and then afterwards they do this and then they do this. And I watched her one day do it, and I said, well, Beth, why don't you create a video? Why don't you just create a video instead of walking everybody through the same process every day? So Beth and I hired a videographer. Uh, it was awesome because this is now a video that sits on her website mm -hmm. that people come in now for the pre-op. They come in 15 minutes earlier rather than an hour and a half. They come in an hour and 45. First thing they do is watch the video. Dr. Beth doesn't spend uh, about two hours of her time, three days a week, yes. doing this process. Video has taken care of it for her. So I think as advisors think about um, what's the what's the onboarding process? What how do they like to communicate? What what other factors? Maybe maybe they want to record a video about how to access their accounts. Maybe through uh, maybe maybe they're clearing through Charles Schwab and they want to show the Charles Schwab interface and how it connects to their website. Yes. There's a lot of little videos advisors can do to save time, but to also communicate and give them time back. Yeah, no, that's a great point. It just makes them more efficient. So it's one small 
timely investment to create this, but it's something that could be shared to many, many times over too. Sure. And that's, you're right. That's It's a scalable thing that is impactful again and very effective for clients. So yeah, I I'll, love that. I'll be heading back up to Reno in a couple of weeks because she had so much fun doing it and the video turned out great. She uses uh, the Da Vinci machines. Um, I don't know if uh, everybody's heard of those, but Intuitive Surgical, ISRG and your NASDAQ dial, they make uh, these uh, Da Vinci machines. She wants to do a video that shows how they work because people are extremely curious about, well, you're going to have to do a procedure on me. You're going to be using a robot. How does the robot work? Well, again, that's a conversation she has maybe six to 10 times a week for 15 minutes. She says, hey, check out this video. It goes through it really from soup to nuts and gives you more information. What a perfect thing. Yes. That's great. So advisors, think about what you're doing all the time and think about how you can make that a video or, or talk people through a, a procedure or a process. Yeah, no, and that's great. And, you know, thinking through compliance too, right? In sure. this industry, um, it's not a big hurdle either. You know, it sounds like a big hurdle, but, you know, just taking these few steps can make it easy. And it is something that... Um, Compliance should not uh, be a roadblock in it. So most advisors I've worked with, you know, just think through your script. You know what you're talking about. Just write it down on paper. What do you want to cover? Um, think about some of the visuals that you want to include in the video or the demonstration and submit that to compliance. You know, they're really just concerned about what you're going to say and make sure there's no risk imposed in, in what you plan to cover. And most times there aren't. You know, advisors know exactly what they can and cannot say. Um, but once you get that compliance approval back, it's easy. Green yeah. light to go. Green Create the go. video right. and then make sure to promote it every channel that you can, right? Social, website, emails. Use it as many times you can and maximize the use of that content. Yeah, people really get a great first impression of you from a video if they, if they have that opportunity. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm the compliance chief here, and I got to tell you that I don't think I've ever met a compliance officer that puts up a roadblock for something like this. They think it's awesome. They want to participate with you. They'll coach you down the lines of what it takes uh, to record that, the, what appropriate disclosures, what sources, what type of information you need in there to kind of keep you uh, on the straight and narrow. But, um, boy, compliance would be your best friend on something like that. Yes, absolutely. All right, so we've covered now humanizing the mar humanizing marketing in the digital world. We've went through lights, camera, action. Um, and now we're going to come to the the third one today, the importance of original content. Boy, we've kind of danced around this already, but I think it's really important that we drill into being original, getting some, uh, who are you, and tell me something about you that makes you different. Exactly. You know, like you talked about before, like there's a lot of, you know, content that's available out there and that should be shared, right, with the FMG Suite content share it, you know, but how do you supplement that mm -hmm. um, and balance that out with original content? Google loves original content. They're looking for that. They love video footage that helps for SEO. Mm -hmm. So it's important to create it. And again, it shouldn't be something that's overwhelming or too difficult. I know advisors don't have a lot of time, but there's a lot of easy ways to create that original content. So I'll talk about some tips that I would recommend for advisors to come up with that content that doesn't take up too much time. So a lot of times there's always a theme. Your clients will probably have a general question with something that's happening. You know, I, I hear most advisors say, my clients always ask about this, always ask about that. Kind of like your Dr. Beth story mm -hmm. too. They're always asking about certain things during the procedure. 
write a blog about it, create a video for about it or um, anything that you could put out there. That's a great idea generator right there. Your clients have the questions that is a source of um, content ideas. So take take some cues from your clients. That's easy. Um, you know, you know, as, as we talk about that, uh, how, how many times have you talked to advisors that say, Hey, I'm not showing up in Google. And then you ask them what they've done and you know, they've, they they have a website, but they haven't, they haven't even registered the site with Google, let alone add keywords to the site, let alone add original content that the, the search engine can find and find valuable. Exactly. It doesn't take you spending thousands of dollars for an SEO agency, right? To boost that. Um, it is just original content will organically do that for an advisor and their website. So, okay, I'm going to say it again, blocking and tackling. It's that, it's that blocking and tackling. It's creating that original content and just putting some of the keywords in it and having the site register with Google. It's, it's, it's a fairly simple process. Um, boy. Uh, it's, it's, if the advisor is shying away from it, I'm certain somebody in their office or they could find somebody to do that. Uh, Chow, what would you recommend if the advisor says, you know, I just don't want to do this. I don't have the time. Where would they find the resource to do it? Uh, you'd be surprised. There's some probably internal staff at the advisor's office that write on the side or have a passion around it. And I think it's important for the advisor to control the theme or the overall you know, kind of content architecture, like these are like our values and our mission. Mm. And these are what we focus on as a firm, if they have a particular niche. And I think they could share that with whoever they want to delegate this responsibility to. Sure. Um, And then I think from there, again, if you find that person in the office, you know, most advisor offices, it's small, right? People wear many different hats and you'd be surprised at who could actually write some of that content on your behalf and make sure it aligns with, you know, the advisor's views. But I also think don't reinvent the wheel either. There's a ton of good content out there. Take a look at that, repurpose it, add your own views and perspectives. And then that's your own piece of original content there. So pretty easy. And again, going back to the compliance thing, again, write that content, submit it in for compliance review, and then share and promote as many places as you can. So it's it's not too difficult and it's not something you have you're expected to do once a week. I mean, if you could do that, kudos to you. Right. But, right. Um, once a month sharing something like that, that's original, I think is hugely impactful and not too big of a lift. But once you start doing it, it'll only it, it'll just become automated. And, you know, um, for your staff to do it, if you're delegating it to your staff or hire an intern, even some are interns. They're great with that digital content and writing it. So. Um, that comes at a huge benefit to the advisor. That's very cost effective too. Perfect. Perfect. Well, you know, it's a, uh, I was going to share another story. I, I, uh, a friend of mine owns a gym. Uh, and I think I was, I was talking to you about this last night that, uh, um, he was reorganizing the gym. He was moving the equipment around. And I said, Ryan, that's, that's, that's a great content to put up on your social sites. We've worked really hard to get this all together. He's, ah, nobody will be interested in that. I said, everybody will be interested in that <laughs> it's good content it's going back to that humanizing yeah, element right? right he doesn't think in terms of marketing mm-hmm. he and and i think you know for, as we talked about these financial advisors and some of the business owners uh, that's a hard way for them to turn their hat they're they're an advisor uh, they think about compliance they think a little bit about operations but marketing uh but it really doesn't have to be that 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 great or that onerous it's really mm-hmm. just things they do every day yeah 
So, so last night Ryan kept working at it, and I then suddenly I see two videos come across Instagram. Oh, and they were the two videos I watched all night. That's great. Yeah, I wanted to see where the equipment was moved to, and suddenly, you know, I look at it on Instagram, and he's got about three hundred followers, and you know, twenty-seven people liked it, and uh, there were a lot of views going on. So, you know, when you look at it, um, it it doesn't have to be for everyone all the time, but as you curate that constant message and that consistency, people will tend to tune into you. Yes, absolutely. No, I love it. I mean, I would rather watch uh, the, the video about him moving his uh, equipment around than another cat video. For <laughs> Pete's sakes. It's true. <laughs> All right. Chow, did we cover everything? I think we did. This was great. All right, guys. Well, I, I, I hope everybody got something from it. Like I said, the, uh, the, 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 kind, the idea here is about marketing and really the blocking and tackling and humanizing the content, uh, getting going with that video, put the lights, camera, action, get it going, and, and keep the original content. Uh, it, it sounds simple. Uh, make it simple. If you have any questions, certainly check in with us here at FMG, either your sales rep or your customer service. Or, uh, you know, FMG also offers coaching services where if you wanted to say, hey, you know, I, I, I want to do this, but I need a coach to kind of guide me through it. Uh, FMG has quite a few services here that can help you through it. Yeah, and uh, another thing to share too, the marketing team here, we're actually focusing on content over the next couple of months. That's our theme. So we're going to put out a lot more helpful content for advisors as it relates to content too. So yeah. uh, make sure to check that out. We'll be rolling that out. So we're excited to, again, help advisors amplify their content and their messaging. Yeah, and imitate advisors. If you see something you like, Copy it. Do it. Best form of flattery. Best form of flattery is right. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. If you found this episode informative, please share with your peers and colleagues. Visit fmgsuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. Subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox.